Get ready for your weekly dose of talent strategies and tactics from industry leaders to help you attract, select, and retain your top talent. You're listening to Inside Executive Search with Steve Yakish and Scott Peterson. Welcome to the Inside Executive Search Podcast. My name is Steve Yakish, and this podcast is for business owners, board members, and executives seeking strategies and tactics to attract, select, and retain the very best. If you're not feeling 100% confident that you have a plan to attract the very best, keep listening. This podcast will help you get there. That said, I would like to welcome Mr. Scott Peterson into the podcast for the 21st time. 21, 22. I mean, it's, it's, we're up there. Executive Probably producer tw- I Taylor, think our executive 22. producer says this is number 22. 22. So uh, it's good to be back. Cool. So today we have another first. Last week we brought our first guest in, Mr. George Murray. Loved having him here. Um, today we're actually going to recap an event that you and I got to participate in last week. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We were able to go to a, uh, an executive summit, um, and we're going to get jump into Telling you what that all was all about and some of the lessons we learned during that uh, that summit. Awesome. So last week we had uh, an opportunity to participate in uh, a executive summit summit that Vistage put on. So if you can recall back to earlier podcast, uh, we mentioned Vistage um, earlier in a previous podcast. It's a uh, executive peer group um, organization, and I believe they have. I don't know what, 20 peer groups around the Twin Cities and hundreds or thousands across the globe, right? Yeah, it's, it's you know, around 20 in the Midwest, you know, the, the five-state area. Okay. Um, and 23,000 members across the U.S. Yeah. So, big so at this one was the Minnesota Summit, and uh, the, there's about 350 um, Vistage members, so CEOs, business owners, et cetera, that were there. And really, we wanted to recap um, what we learned through two uh, of the keynote speakers. One was on um, kind of that an economist in from ITR research. Um, so we'll recap what we heard there. And then also uh, Vistage employees, uh, a lot of researchers really tapping into those 23,000 members um, and, and grab some good insights there. And then we also had a privilege to lead one of the breakout ses- sessions on basically this podcast, attracting, selecting, and retaining top talent, and we'd love to provide the listeners kind of a recap of what the you know the members of our breakout session kind of gave us, or what are their struggles, challenges, etc. Yeah, it was really good, and it, it it validated you know kind of the twenty one previous podcasts and and how important those resonated with uh, CEOs and leaders that we met with. Cool. Well, I'll start out. I'll I'll recap. Um, the keynote from ITR um, really was recapping what was, you know, what are they predicting the economy to do? And, and I'll point out that they did provide a lot of credibility early. So for the last like five years, um, they went back and proved out what their, you know, their research or their predictions and how did it actually turn out. And I believe it was like to a 98% accuracy rate. It, yeah, was, it was pretty, yeah, pretty phenomenal. So um, that being said, I, I personally believe in their predictions. Um, And what they have predicted is over the course of the remaining of this year, um, we're still gonna grow, but the growth is slowing. So there's a little headwind um, that we're we're coming. 
and we may dip down to stalling, uh, maybe even dip down, you know, from a, a quote unquote recession. Um, but it's going to be short lived, and they think that's going to happen sometime end of first quarter into second quarter. But then the good news is we're going to rebound really quick, and the economy is going to be growing again in Q3, Q4 of 2020. Yeah, it was uh, it was good news because you hear a lot of you know when you listen to the news, there's a lot of negativity about the economy and it's where's the next recession. And did you hear it, the? There was one of the other guys. Sorry to interrupt, no, but they right. said that over. I think it was Harvard Business Journal went back and archived and researched every single news article on the major wires newspapers, and 94% of them were negative. Yeah, negative. (laughs) This is crazy. You know, negative to everything, but the economy being being one one that we're focused on. And so what that tells us is this, the ITR group, which has got a track record of, of really solid predictions, is that the next recession, if, if we want to call it that, is going to be uh, not as deep and not as long. Not nearly as deep at right? all. Right. So it's yeah. uh, you know compared to 08, 09, it's not going to be anywhere close to that. So that's a good good thing for everyone to be thinking about their business and how to maybe just slightly adjust, but not um, you know throw their hands up and go oh, I don't know what to do. Yeah, there's no no reason to panic. It may slow down a little bit, but um, you know to recap this and then we'll go into the next one is. You know, they think that once we come out of this, quote unquote, slow down in first, second quarter of 2020, that we're going to have another strong two, three plus years ahead of us, ahead of us in growth. Yeah. Before the next kind you of know, dip, maybe dip. 2023, 24. Yeah. So that's exactly right. Yeah. So good news. So yeah, I thought it was great because the unknown is the scariest piece. And now I feel like I know and yeah. have a pretty good reliability that of what's going to happen now let's move forward right? the cool thing about it it was it was a lot of charts and graphs but he made it real exactly um, yeah. and so you kind of you got it you understood it quickly um and it was really more of a positive um look than than maybe what we had perceived perfect well, i'm going to turn it over to you um i didn't get to attend this full speaker but um i heard it was amazing so. yeah there was another speaker that actually is an employee of vistage and he is their Vistage Research, the Vice President of Research. So what they do is they research um, based upon their 23,000 members, right? Mm-hmm. So they send them surveys, they talk about various topics, um, and one of them that is relevant to this podcast is on talent management. Mm-hmm. Um, they asked a series of questions and kind of had them um, say, is this an important factor in your talent management process? Um, and so we just want to provide you with some statistics and, and why it makes sense that these numbers are coming in what they are. Yeah, perfect. Um, one of the top things that the, the CEOs, again, 23,000 were surveyed, and the, of the people that responded, 66% employee, it said employee retention is a huge priority and a huge issue for them. Mm-hmm. So again, does that make sense in this world of you know, talent attraction, retention, we've been talking about on these podcasts. So that just validates uh, some of the things we've been talking about. Um, The other piece is that the strong culture is driving employee engagement. Mm -hmm. And so we talked about culture. We've talked about why that's important, your brand, your culture. Um, It drives employees to engage with your company, to be really part of it, not just working in your company, but they're, they're really, really loving what they do, where they work, and who they work with. Yeah, so another think, huge factor. Yeah, and I think, I mean, that makes a ton of sense, and we've talked about it in prior podcasts, but you build a great culture and you show professional growth to an employee, 
why would they leave? Right. Right. I mean, if one of those two things aren't happening, yeah, then that's on the company, um, and you may have attrition. So you just it just puts the focus on, hey, it's just not enough to pay them the right amount. Yeah. There has to be more to that to that formula, if you will. Absolutely. The next piece was on um, attracting qualified candidates. So it's not surprising <laughs> that sixty-one percent of the owners and CEOs said. That's a big problem, right? Yeah. Um, we're in a war for talent. We've got uh, baby boomers, you know, retiring at ten thousand people a day. Um, so there's that. That makes sense. So when you put all those three together, their top three, it really isn't surprising that the culture and employee engagement drives higher retention and higher um, percentages of attracting employees to your company. Yeah. So if you've got a great culture and you've got a great story to tell, you're going to retain the ones you have but you're also gonna attract the ones you want. Absolutely. So yeah. I think this was a real real great validation, um, not only what we've been talking about, but just generally speaking about talent management in general. Yeah, absolutely, and if you're trying to grow a company, you gotta pay attention to it these days, right? Absolutely. So, perfect. All right, well, the, the last one, uh, we'll spend a little bit of time. Uh, we did a, a breakout session um, trying to cram, what did we say, about 350 minutes of podcasts into yeah. about a 40-minute um, uh, seminar breakout session that we did. Um, and so we walked people through, obviously at a very high level, some of the key components to attract, select, and retain. Um, but I thought it was interesting, the feedback and the challenges and issues that uh, the individuals in the room had, and probably makes sense to kind of recap those and, and kind of share what we learned from the people in the room. Yeah, I think one of the things we want to talk about is is active versus passive candidates. And, and so... Um, Nobody's applying to my job. Right. Posting. So why is it so hard to find candidates? I post my job and I get nobody. Well, yeah. the reality is only about 10 to 15% of the, of, the, of the workforce is actively pursuing opportunities. So that's just not enough is to post an ad and expect and hope that you're going to get the right candidate. So you've got to really have a strategy to go after active or passive candidates, sorry. Um, and that strategy is around, you know, building your compelling story, your company brand, um, understanding the market. Uh, where to go find these people. There's a lot of strategies that we've talked about over our podcast yeah. that we really showcase to the executives that were in the room. And it really resonated with them. They're like, we don't do this. We're not yeah. good at this. How do I How do I do this? Yeah, so and that's I mean, one really key area. Yeah, and then the other one of the other ones was the quality of the candidates that they're bringing into their organization. And, you know, I, I, I saw a lot of light bulbs turn on when we were talking about this topic around you know, if, if you do only have, let's say, 10 or 15% of people that are actively pursuing a new job, you take 15 out of 100 people and put them, you know, on the left side of the room. Um, then you take the 85 other candidates that aren't looking, but you can sure go and tell your story. The odds are in the favor that you're going to find the best candidate if I got 85 right. chances versus 15. So it's got to be this blend. And they're like, yeah, I get it. Now, how do I do it? Right. Then, you, then you're you're strategically going after a qualified candidate versus responding to a candidate that's not qualified, yeah. um, that's maybe active in the marketplace. So it's, um, you know, the quality of candidates is a, is, is a key issue for everybody. Um, we've told them to slow down and not just hire for, for fine or good, yeah. but really spend time to find those great candidates. Um, but that takes time yep. and bandwidth at your company, right? So who's going to be running these searches? Who's going to be doing it? Yep. So it's a, it takes a dedicated effort um, to really 
um, spend the time to understand what you the opportunity is, what you're looking for, and then how to go find it and where you're going to go find it. Yeah. Well, and I thought another comment, uh, somebody, a couple people in the room said, yeah, the cost of a mishire, um, which I agree with. I mean, that can have a, you know, a tremendous impact on the organization, not just the role that you potentially mishire, but how does it affect other people around them, other departments, whatever. But I think what they, they the room wasn't thinking is, what is the impact of hiring great versus just good? Mm-hmm. You know, and the example we use, which is the easiest, is you hire a good sales rep for your organization to sell, you know, your product or services, and they hit their quota of, let's say, a million dollars. Well, what are your president's club level salespeople doing? 1.5, 1.8, 2 million? So you can very quickly quantify a great sales hire versus a good hire in the terms of five, eight, a hundred thousand dollars more every year right? right and those are those you can draw those in finance roles marketing roles operational roles based on efficiencies and things of that nature as well right yeah i mean yeah. I, this 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 really is um just again encouraging companies to slow down instead of just filling the role fill it the correct way the right way the best way that fits your company culture that fits your style that fits the job fit but as importantly, the candidate's career fit. I mean, we've yeah. talked about those concepts again throughout our podcast. So don't forget those. Just because you have an opening doesn't yeah. mean you should hire tomorrow. Yeah. You know, slow down to speed up and, and hire right um, yeah. is really the key that, that kind of came out of our session. Yeah. Well, it's a good preview to next week's podcast is slow down. And if you need, there's a whole world of interim help or consulting. And so we're going to have our our next featured guest coming in next week um, who leads our consulting division, Chris Dardis, to really talk about how you can bring in an interim uh, individual while you slow down and take your time to find the very, very best for those key roles. Yeah. And this isn't a new concept. This is a concept that has worked for, you know, 10, 20 years now Mm -hmm. at, at very senior levels. Um, throughout your organization. So don't be afraid to slow down, bring someone in that's got excellent talent, but chooses to work on an interim basis while you look for and find the great hire instead of just the good hire. Yep, absolutely. Well, cool. Well, that wraps up this podcast. Um, It was a great event. Um, If anybody listening, you know, if you can attend events like this, or there's lots of them out there, um, you could probably do it every day if you wanted to. But I think it's always good for me personally to to get out once a quarter and attend different seminars, conferences, events. And and this one, I'll give Vistage a lot of kudos. It was a great event, well run. Um, We were happy to be a part of it. And um, that will wrap us up for today, right? That sounds great. We'll see you, hear you, and talk with you next week. Perfect. And just as a reminder, if you want to get a hold of Scott, you can reach him at uh, find his info on verseek.com or you can look him up on LinkedIn. And as always, if you like what you hear and you have not yet subscribed to our podcast, you can do that on all the major podcast channels. Thanks, Scott. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds great.